Navarra invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Today, who's had a top weekend? Well, Pamela Anderson has for one. We've got all the latest on the most glamorous wedding of a magician's assistant and amateur pornographer of the year. Find out what the wacky governor of South Australia's been up to. John Howard, an ordinary Aussie bloke, can it fly by election time? New theme months that you've demanded. All the latest from the world porridge-making championships. What's polluting your email inbox? News desk bullying. How does that work? How is Richard Marsland just like Princess Mary? Offensive signage bloopers and weddings gone wild. Tony's burning through the sky. Yeah, 200 degrees. That's why they call him Mr. Fahrenheit. (laughs) That's true. And Matt Parkinson is here today as we ask, what do you never, ever want to hear about ever again? Our old podcast should give you a few ideas. It's all coming up on Get This. With Richard Marsland on the buttons. Hang on, when did you record that? I have my contacts. He's got Guzzi in to record that. What are you, the Melbourne Storm? Gee. Well, if you're wondering who our panel operator really is, here's how I've just heard him describe around the corridors. A bastard adrift in a blizzard of cocaine. <laughs> it's one of those two. Here at Triple M's, get this. Go on. Sanctify yourself. See if you can. That's Simple Minds <laughs> Around the Nation on Triple M. The program is Get This with, well, I'm here, Tony Martin. Tony. We've got Ed Cavalier. Hello. With Richard Marsland on the buttons. Oh, where has that come from? When did you? Oh, hang on. Thank you. He's given himself the horn. (laughs) (laughs) When did you record that with Guzzi? Oh, well, I have my contacts, as I said, and um, no, me and Guzzi are good friends, and that's the least that he could do. I mean, there's much, much more where that came from. Because he's the voice of Melbourne Storm. It costs a lot to get him to just say, you know, your name. An adverb is about, I think, (laughs) you invoice for about 1,200. Okay, it is Richard Mars on the buttons. Here's how I've heard him described. The transsexual who's currently on bail on a charge of demanding with menaces. Just yep. providing a bit of balance. Jeez, I'm doing a lot. How hey. is uh, everyone this morning? Well, well, I'm great, I'm great. The other thing about Richard uh, yeah, uh, that yeah. I've just discovered, Tony, mm-hmm. I mean, how? here's a question for you. Sure. How is Richard like Princess Mary? Yeah, I don't know. How is Richard like Princess Mary? Well, they both spent the weekend with a mouthful of Danish. What? Come on. What's going on there? What? He likes pastries. Who should be more offended there? Opening with the pastry gear. (laughs) The baker's listening at this time. I always do some uh, jokes just for the bakers on our best of on Sunday mornings. Goes out at six o'clock. Sexy new time. (laughs) (laughs) The sleepy new time. (laughs) The stumbling out of a nightclub new time. Yes, we're beginning the week by promoting... Our best of. Uh, here's what happened to me this morning. Had to go to the hospital and have uh, some of my, my blood removed. You have to have that done from time to time. Station promotion. Cosmetic reasons. Uh, I don't want to go into it. Ooh. No, I'm full of Getting iron. a bit bloated around the arteries, were you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Starting I am. the show. People say I'm porking out, but mm. I, I have too much iron in my blood, so I have it taken out from time to time. That's mm. a bit of fun. But I'm down at the hospital. I counted 11 times... Someone said, thank God you're here to me. Uh, yeah, 11. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. It was 10 times and someone uh, mixed it up and said, thank Christ you're here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they should just change the names and thank Christ you're here. Amp it up a bit. Thank f- you're here. Yeah, no. <laughs> Why not? Wow, the app you're here. I've got 11 of them at the hospital now. Yeah. You know, it's great. And the thing is, you, nice you've got a bit, you can't look bored with it by number 10 because that person doesn't know mm. there's been nine previous people who have just said it to you. Absolutely so you've right. got to, 
you know, you look shocked. You've got to look surprised, and you know, uh, go I, along with it. At the same time, you can use the same joke eleven times in a row without those people knowing. That's true. Yeah, what do you say, Tone? I just laugh along because uh, what can you say? I throw in a hey ho hey, a bit of a borny that uh, sometimes <laughs> goes down well. Because people often think you're Hamish Blake, don't they? <laughs> oh, all the time. <laughs> Blind people. Obviously. Ask you where Megan no, is, no, do they? But people do ask me if I know Hamish Blake. No, I get that a lot. And can I somehow arrange a meeting? Just anything. Yeah. Anything. Do you have any of his hair? Do you have any air that he's breathed that I could have? But I've, listen to this. I've gone to the hospital and I'm having blood out, so I've got to go to pathology, and then they want your Medicare card. Mm. So, uh... Well, you don't get one. You're not a citizen. I am a citizen. Wait. No, uh, what isn't he? There's something else you're not. You haven't come on. No, hang on. You've told me this before. What am I not? An authority on football. I no, think that's been established. There's some part of being Australian that you haven't come on board for. So you're you're Australian. I'm a New Zealander, uh, but I'm resident in Australia. Yeah, have see, been for over half my life. But not, I'm allowed to have Medicare. What are you saying? Not a citizen, though. Not technically yes, a see, citizen. This is what I'm, I'm half going. a citizen. Stealing our jobs. Stealing our women. Paying tax. And our women. Our women. <laughs> Paid a lot of tax in 22 years. Have you had that test? Have you had that test retrospectively? The citizenship yeah, test. Yeah, yeah, It's like yeah. 12 questions or something. Mm-hmm. I hear that malaria's come back. <laughs> Martin, you're the one dishing blood out. Isn't the answer to most of the questions Dom Bradman? I think so. <laughs> well, so people from overseas trying to get into the country, they're not going to be distributing a little card with 12 multi-choice answers on it. No. It's not going to be that hard to memorise the right questions. Answers. Well, here's something I should... 300 people on a boat. John Bradman, (laughs) Daryl Summers, John Farnham. Say it again. Everyone together. (laughs) Daryl Farnham, what have we said to you? Get off the boat. Get off. It was none of that in my day. Really? It was just come on in and you're not going to be... Yeah, here's the doll. (laughs) Here's your ticket. Here's your keys to your house in Bondi. Away you go, son. I'll leave my jandals and my jersey there and I'll attach these corks to my hat. No, so I'm there and I didn't have my Medicare card. So they've gone, well, you can't... We're not going to let you... You've got to go and get your number. You've yeah. got to call someone and get the number. Yeah, get the number. By the way, thank God you're here. <laughs> nice. So then I've gone around, and I don't have a mobile. No, That's where don't. it started to pack up on me. I've gone, I'll use the public phones. Oh, you know, first up, I've tried the normal receptionist. Mm. She said, look, it's not for for use you. by the general public. Yeah. By the way, thank God you're here. <laughs> There's a mobile phone down there. So I've got uh, a public phone. So yeah. I've gone down to the public phone. Superman's in there. Don't have any coins. Gone to the shop. Mm-hmm. And they said, look, we can't, if we gave everyone who wanted coins coins, yeah, we coins. wouldn't have any left. By the way, thank God you're here. At <laughs> <laughs> every single link in the chain, there was a thank God you're here. <laughs> and did you get your card? Eventually, I was Called just, your wife, she said, thank God you're here and hung up. I promised to call back with a... N- yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the nurse finally is taking the blood out. Mm-hmm. She's giving me a thank God you're here. And then another nurse has gone past and just thrown one in from the side. It's great. And then a bloke with no hair, literally having something serious done, he's giving me a thank God you're here. <laughs> and, of course, I can't give him one back because that's just going to sound rude. No, very much. <laughs> Everyone's an ensemble member these days. Anyway, I think it's been established I'm here. <laughs> There's no need to thank anybody. Yeah. Your blood awaits. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your board? That was the worst Borny. <laughs> Do no, it I, again. I didn't want to have Why a go. Don't, don't, do it again. You've got to lean in on Mike for a borny. Your bladder waits. No, you, we start off, Mike, and then just come oh, on, yeah. Mike, as you do it. Your bladder waits. Nah. Oh, see, I always nah, like to watch nah. it to see which word he emphasises. Yeah, okay. Yeah. When he goes off to the commercial break. I get the feeling it's dark outside. Okay. Yeah, Thank okay. God we're all here. Again, there's on Triple M. Oh, thank you very much.
My Chemical Romance, if you'd like to hear the Cockney version of that. That's on one of our recent podcasts. How's that go, Rich? Just, yeah. Like this. Clean up your looks, all the lies in the yeah, that's enough of that. Anyway, that's how it starts. <laughs> 41 seconds of uh, Cockney incoherence. That's going up on recent offences. We've got to fluff the recent offences. I went there on the weekend. There was a sketch about Dr. Hanif. I'm going, I can't even remember who that is. <laughs> who is that? <laughs> Triplem.com.au. He was like Dr. House. People loved him. Oh, he was wacky. Go to uh, get this page, recent offences, and listen to some gear. Yeah, that's right, and we're going to fluff them up this week. And then a lot of people, including Greg Boderick uh, from up in Jindalee. Um, it's borderline, isn't it, Tone, that name? Yeah. Greg seems all right, but Borderlick? No, no, no. not say Borderlick. Borderlick. <laughs> it's Boderick. Oh, either way. I think it's meant to be Broderick. Okay. How did you get to Border Lick? Keep going. Keep going. It's a new show I'm working on for seven. <laughs> border Lick. Licking the border. Uh, he wants to hear uh, the John Howard phone sex call, which was uh, from last year. Put it up on your recent offences. That's been moved to prior offences. Okay. Way back. You'll have to right. click, I think, way ahead to page nine. There's so much there. What a labyrinth mm. is the Triple M website. Uh, here's the kind of stuff we get. John Morris, you're not going to question that name, are you? No, Moz is real. Dear Tony, Ed and Rich, do any of you remember an 80s TV series in which a group of guys build a rocket ship in a junkyard? Hang on. That sounds like Explorers, the Joe Dante film with River Phoenix. (laughs) But was there a TV series where people did that? Well, I know the Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids spent a lot of time in the junkyard. Yeah, they had a space program. Top Cat was in there. (laughs) Top Cat? Top Cat. (laughs) from the 60s or the 50s, possibly older. A cat standing upright uh, with a hat and a waistcoat. Son's pants. <laughs> Were you not that... And imp- he was the boss. You weren't impressed by Tom Cat? <laughs> no. Didn't make any sense. <laughs> How did the policeman, like, know that Top Cat was talking to him yeah. and yet other people couldn't hear what he was saying? That's right. It's like Garfield. Can John hear what Garfield says? I don't know, but oh, that... No. That cop was very tolerant of Top Cat. It really was. I'm sure there was an episode where it was just a Rodney King-style pylon <laughs> that we never got to see. See, but Garfield doesn't speak. It's a thought bubble. <laughs> he doesn't actually say it out anyway. loud. Good to know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, news from around the world. Here's a, a headline that got my attention this morning in The Australian. Sherry Enema kills. Yes. Charges have been dropped against a Texas woman accused of giving her husband a Sherry Enema that killed him. She was indicted for negligent homicide, but uh, the DA dropped the charges because of lack of evidence. Well, surely all the sherry up his ass would have been a giveaway, I would have thought. (laughs) Hang on, that could be port. Could be anything. (laughs) Why would you want a sherry enema? Well, it's classy, which I like. Yeah. And I wonder, hopefully it was after a meal too. Okay. That's the best time for sherry. I like to think it was at a soiree. (laughs) Everyone got together, the Admiral was there. Yeah. All right, everyone, shall we? (laughs) Sherry. Not for my mouth, thanks. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> Mouth's occupied at the moment. I've got this mobile. I'm talking. Just go around the back there. Plenty of room down there. Yeah, okay. If we ever make a porno film, although I guess Ed's already done one of those. How dare you? We will have to call the lead actress Sherry Enema. That's on the spike. <laughs> what other news is there? Oh, listen to this. Um, from New Delhi, accents at the ready. An Indian home furnishing maker has withdrawn its new line of bedspread collections named Nazi after Indian Jews protested... There's a challenge for a breakfast uh, segment, an Indian Jew. There you go. Get to work on that, team. 
Do you wear the yarmulke on top of the turban or below? I don't know. Call now, (laughs) one triple three five three. The furnishing maker sent a letter of apology to the uh, Jewish community, but bedspread dealer Kapil Kumar, Toady, (laughs) Kapil Kumar, Toady, he's he's in the cars of neighbours. Gets more more complicated. He said the word Nazi on the bedspreads had nothing to do with Adolf Hitler and stood for. See if you're buying this, listeners. New Arrival Zone of India. What? New Arrival Zone of India. Okay, I can understand maybe at the airport there might be a sign that says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on your bedspread? It's not. I want one of those New Arrival Zone of India (laughs) bedspreads, please. Can I have a transit lounge pillow, please? (laughs) Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. How's that? That's the excuse of the week. I don't believe him. New... Arrival yep. zone of India. It's nothing to do with the... What about the swastika there? No, no, no. It could be anything. Anyway, he's now uh, emblazoned the bedspreads with the phrase, a lovely quilt and enormous doona, anyone? <laughs> sure, that reads Al-Qaeda. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, either way. that's the message that's important. Either Here, way. get this. Let's get this around the nation. That'll be you too. And we're brought to you by the Nissan Navara, mm. in case you're wondering. Uh, oh, look, there's a story in the paper today that might be, uh, I don't know, it doesn't say Navara, but listen to this in Hong Kong. A Beijing woman won a car after beating 120 other contestants in a car kissing competition. Oh, yes. She snogged a car for 27 hours and 40 minutes straight. Mm. How's that? Surely the Navara, oh, surely yeah. the huge pulling power of the Navara would have... Uh... Well, you'd get to third base <laughs> very quickly. Really? It'd be very hard to keep your hands off. Yeah. Remember that contest they did years ago? Yes, I Where do. you had to live in the car. There was uh, live in it to win it, and there was also Kiss Kate's car, which was, I guess, for all intents and purposes, Kate Sobrano's car, uh-huh. to promote her new single, Pash. Oh, and no, so, was that called Pash? Well, yeah, Kiss When me. I kiss your doo-doo-doo. Is that one? another one? Your doo-doo-doo. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of the words. Was one of your ideas? Was that one of yours? No, it wasn't, unfortunately. What was one of your ideas? Um, the Fugitive, the that fugitive. radio mm. competition. It's mm. going to be on my epitaph. Yeah. Didn't that end in lawsuits and... Uh, <laughs> Well, you know. it, well, it ended in a lot of people following each other. <laughs> a lot of guys saying they were some sort of fugitive when, in fact, they weren't. It's yeah, creepy. a lot of your ideas in that way. <laughs> but the, yeah, but what? the guys that lived in the car, yeah, that was yeah. in the shopping centre near where I used to hang when I was hardcore, when I was yeah, a teenager. Sure, I remember those days. And yeah. what an afternoon spent throwing Jaffas at them. <laughs> Brilliant. You I, throw a Jaffa at them, they can't get out and chase you. I'm not sure if these are good <laughs> ideas or not. It's that time of the year where the radio station starts doing a lot of research. Look, uh, we have been... Uh, struggling this year, oh, there's no on. doubt about that. Oh, I don't know about that. And um, I think that uh, research uh, reflected some of the negative yeah. views that were around. Mm-hmm. It was uh, done a couple of months ago. Yeah, no, I think our position has improved since then. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not um, particularly uh, mm. amazed. Uh, what is in that document, but there are also a lot of very positive things. Yeah, sure, that's our program director at the station, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Have we got any segments that might appeal to that man, do you think, Ian? Well, hopefully, Tone. Something classy. What have you well, got? So, well, this, well, it doesn't get much classier than this. In yeah. the Adelaide Advertiser, they're still persisting with the Vice Regal. Yeah. Well, they get they tell you all about the day uh, that the Governor has had. Oh, yeah. He's our representative, the Queen's representative. Sure. Presumably, yeah. the Queen reads the Advertiser, yeah. Uh, yeah. just to check out what the Governor's up to. <laughs> why don't we, uh, Rich, why don't we hear a little bit from the uh, the Vice Regal down in Adelaide. Mm. 
Jones at the ready. Yesterday, His Excellency, Excellency the Governor and Mrs. Such-and-Such received the British High Commissioner Such-and-Such at Government House. Oh, OK. Yeah. Later, the Governor, and as a guest of Premier Mike Rann, attended the launch of the Royal Institute in the Australian High... Oh, it's yeah. just not getting anywhere. <laughs> not impressed by that? Well, it's good stuff. I mean, the material's good, but it's all the way in how you present it, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, the kids don't want to hang with that guy. No. I'm not going to add him to their MySpace. What's the answer then, Ian? Oh, I don't know, Tone. Maybe we should jazz it up a tad. Uh, what? Yesterday, his excellency and excellency and the missus totally threw it at a half pipe at Govo House. Boom, shaka, lucka. Later's exo gov and his gal pal kept it local as they got live on the DF at dinner to celebrate the launch of the Australian Institute of Australia, y'all. His exo claimed this is crunk before popping and locking for an hour. You heard? Okay, man, that's so vice regal. Although technically that's the intro to our book club section. Yeah. Craig has just called the show where the kids made a uh, spacecraft in their junkyard was called Salvage One. Good on you. With Andy Griffiths. Not the Andy Griffiths we had in our show on Friday. The whistling one. The Matlock one. (laughs) Our listeners can answer anything, can't they? they? I've lost my car keys. Brilliant. Oh, hang on there. The the phones are lit up. Thanks very much. tried behind the couch. Uh, Richard Marsland stole them. Ed (laughs) ate them. Look, just hundreds of ideas. (laughs) That's the kind of power we wield. Mm. Here, get this. Thank you, Bentley. Yes, love me like the world is ending. Here, get this around the nation on Triple M with, uh, well, you've got Tony Martin. You've got Ed Cavalli. With Richard oh. Marsland on the buttons. Big note himself. Yep. With the assistance of Guzzi. Usually when the name Richard Marsland is mentioned, you just hear this question. Is he or isn't he? Mm, I most yeah. definitely is not. No, reject the inference. <laughs> I don't know what the inference is. <laughs> hey, that Ben Lee business, if you want to hear some funny gear, uh, Dave Graney talked about Ooh. Ben Lee on the show the other day. Yes. Very amusing. That'll be going up on a new podcast going up today. Great. But I think uh, one went up for the weekend, 134, oh, yes. Greg Sullivan, Sully from the Brisbane Cage. Lovely guy. Kicking goals on the program the other day. Full details of our producer's uh, assassination attempt. <laughs> Richard Marsland's definitive George Harrison. Very uh, Slightly good. drunken, the Warney Dole, biblical merch, odd job interviews, bludges, ahoy. There's lots in there. Good it's stuff. all free, triplem.com.au or go to iTunes. Mm. Um, other business to take care of, you two. Mm-hmm. I've gone a Borny again. <laughs> yeah. You really are Borny today. We've really gone Borny lately on the what? show. Have they injected you with Shane Bourne <laughs> when you got your blood changed? It's the board identity. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I... Newstopia is a new show starting this week on SBS. Oh, yeah. Hosted by Sean McAuliffe. Never heard of him. Uh, I've heard talk both of you guys are working on the show. Is that right? Well, well Rich? Well, yeah. I've just been doing some Newstopiary at my house. Um, oh, wow. Just been uh, contributing. Uh, so, not that. I hope Sean didn't hear that. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> no, just submitting some things here and there. Wow, now, you submit to everything. Photographs? Is, is there a show you don't work <laughs> on, Richard Marsden? Uh, no, I, well, I, did, I did a couple of episodes of The Flying Doctors in the early 90s. <laughs> yeah. Are you involved in The Singing Bee? Did you see that? Yeah, last? I didn't oh see my. that. I think it's very popular. Well, rated really oh, you know well. what? So does that mean I have to like it? Well, I'm, we were just calling it The Sucking Bee, yeah, yeah, I, I was, have to say. It ended in shouting at my house. It's, isn't that just Australian Idol? Though, I mean, really. Oh, I reject that. Just, Jeez, Richard, you. Oh, man. <laughs> no, they're following. There are girls in bee costumes. <laughs> there is a man who used to be in NSYNC. How dare you? I don't even know. Why do we need to get that bloke out here to host it? Joey Fatone. We've got idiots in this country, haven't we? <laughs> Not of the level of Joey Fatone. <laughs> he certainly brought a lot to the party, didn't oh, he? Oh, look, he was. Woof. 
Fantastic. Here's what I don't understand about Australian Idol. What's that, Rich? Less contestants every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The show gets bloody longer. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's true. Week. How does that happen? More backstage <laughs> makeup exposés. And, and they did their disco episode. Yeah, yeah. And someone performed The Beatles Got to Get You Into My Life. Oh, it's yeah. It's a disco song. <laughs> and there's that cat who's a crooner and he just insists every song. They're like, it's rock night. He's like, nah, I gotcha, I gotcha. They're like, disco? Nah, that's cool, it's cool. They can't drag him out of it. He's so desperate to be boobly. Desperate to be poo play. Okay, we've gotten off the subject of you, so right. Utopia. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand this show has a budget of zero dollars. Oh, is that so? But <laughs> Well, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying this is going to be great. Better yeah. get my invoice in. <laughs> <laughs> get some of that sweet zero dollar coin. <laughs> that's at the uh, the sexy time of 10 o'clock on Wednesday mm, this week. Yeah. Okay, we'll have a look at what that's no, about. What is your involvement in? Cavalier's in the first episode. Is he just? Yeah, yeah. Cavalier's doing a little guest spot. <laughs> Outstanding. You know? no, it's yeah. I've seen some advanced uh, stuff. It's fantastic. I've got some trained kitties. Just outstanding. It's a news show, technically, on SBS, so I'm hoping you guys are going to have some kind of feud. Some, oh, maybe you could that... sue the host by the end of the week. What's happened? Like that Costaquitas. I don't even know if we're allowed to talk about this. It's all in the field of alleged she's, uh, well, suing her employers for bullying. Oh, while working on the uh, SBS News. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying whether that's true or no, not. No, of course you're not. But saying. the details about Stan Grant are quite funny. What yes, got? what was he doing during commercial breaks? I heard, was he talking about music trivia? <laughs> talking about music trivia with the floor manager uh, and reading magazines. <laughs> this is the bloke who uh, pretty much the only thing I know him for is, wasn't Mike Moore on Frontline based on I Stan Grant? Well, that was yeah, yeah, the story. Back I remember his old, he used to do some guitar work on Today Tonight. Did he? Back in the day. Again, are you thinking of Mike Moore or, might, is, or is that yeah. something that really happened? <laughs> that might have been Mike it's Moore. All I that wrong. <laughs> but I love this What's bit? Antoninus saying about it? Antoninus. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Lin Chin, quiet on this one. <laughs> this, uh, this is the statement by Costa Keys. He said, soon after Stan Grant's appointment, he attended the 2006 Walkley Awards as part of the SBS news team, sat on the same table as Costa Keys. When a producer had asked him whether he'd met her that night, he replied, yeah, I didn't see her, mate. I don't think she was there. Brilliant. Ooh. Somebody sits next to her on the news. <laughs> Actually, I think that's what he... No, that's a quote when they finished the, doing the news one night. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if she was next to him, mate. I don't know if she was on the news there. Yeah, I didn't see her, mate. Anyway, Joe Strummer. What do you know about Strummer? <laughs> you reckon I can make this cord? <laughs> oh, hang on, we're back. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> All right, we'll be following uh, the Marsland... Heavily experiment on SBS with some interest this week, but let's get the listeners on board this fine program. Let's do that next on Get This. Yes, that's what I heard from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Let's go a climb and talk back mountain. Matthew Dow. He's in pain. <laughs> now, on Friday's Talkback Mountain, we were talking uh, wedding proposals. Yes, we were. And then over the weekend, Pamela Anderson uh, got married to, well, an amateur pornographer. Lovely. The one from the Paris Hilton video. That's right. And then it was... Really? Yeah. 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 Well, the dude in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there anyone in this wedding who wasn't in an amateur porn <laughs> film? Wow. At any point? <laughs> That's fantastic. It's the most glamorous wedding between an amateur pornographer and a magician's assistant of the year because that's what Pamela Anderson does these days. Yeah. Uh, the wedding was timed 
to take place during the 90-minute break, this is in Las Vegas, between performances in which uh, Pammy assists stage magician Hans Clock. <laughs> Hang on now. Yes, all right. He's all Hans. He's all clock. Okay. Tommy Lee's nickname. Um, I can't wait to see that wedding video, though. It's going to be in that Paris Hilton yeah, nighttime vision, yeah. that green Fast stuff. Fast forward. This, once these vows are over, they'll really get started. Trust me. I'd like to think that Tommy Lee was there somehow, just going past, like, if there was a canal, <laughs> it could just be, you know, like in the video with the boat. I know. There he is. There he is. I know what you mean. And yes, there's Pamela Anderson with a small couch down the front of her bikini oh, there. Poor blimey. Didn't she have them removed a few years back? Yeah, but she saw the error of her ways. <laughs> back just, in they went. They were just getting rotated. Yeah, they're on long service leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, timing. Your wedding in between the 90-minute gap between your magician's assistant work. I guess that's a, is that a wacky wedding? That'll is that, do. Is this what we're going to do this week? Just go through it's all... It's progression. So all it goes proposals, today yeah. wacky weddings, uh, tomorrow... Horrible divorces. Best divorce ever. Great. <laughs> great separations. Well, great so, settlements. S- yeah. Separation first, then divorce, then settlement. Yeah, and then best uh, remarriage ever. And then some stalking as well, <laughs> just before the remarriage. Ever been stalked? Okay, wacky weddings. Well, I think I've gone on about my uh, wedding enough. It was in the vague. uh, And I think I mentioned that every single celebrity on the walls photographed at the chapel was off their nuts. Absolutely right. Every single one of them. As they have want to be. Uh, And um, I'm just trying to think if... um, Yeah, in my family there have been a number of weddings which I'm not allowed to talk about. We all know those. I was the best man at (laughs) my... Yeah, when I was 14... (laughs) I was the best man at my cousin's wedding because none of his brothers would wear a suit because that's for poofs. (laughs) That's the kind of town it was. No one wanted to wear a suit because suits are for poofs. So I was flown in from interstate, as it were. (laughs) What evidence did they have to back that up? I don't know. I wasn't going to ask. (laughs) This is the same town where uh, one of my other cousins... He worked at the supermarket, had a delivery man, uh, job, he had a delivery van on the weekend. Mm. He got offered a promotion to assistant manager, which okay. was like 15 grand more a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he turned it down because he would have lost the van and, quote, there goes me social life. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to anyone from Tika Witty you, uh, you could buy a van with the 15 grand that you're now <laughs> ah, earning. <laughs> but that's for puffs, I'm that assuming. Is for, buying stuff is for puffs. <laughs> All right, wacky weddings. You know the kind of stuff I was talking about, the parachute wedding, the yeah, skydiver's yeah. wedding. That is fantastic footage if you've seen it. Well, my uh, when w- my mum got married in the 80s, uh, I think, and uh, and there was a gorilla who was there, <laughs> but he gorilla-grammed in and like, uka, 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 said some stuff. And yeah. I was like, well, if weddings are like this, I'm in, mum. You know, every couple of years, let's do it. But then he took his head off and he was one of the guests. So he just had to stand around for the rest of the wedding <laughs> in a gorilla suit. And he's in all the photographs. And after a while, people were like, just put the head back on, man. Doesn't look right. <laughs> so there we all are, smiling, happy as punch, everyone in peach or teal. And then a gorilla hanging off the edges. Yeah, but it never goes out of fashion. <laughs> never. You know, 20 years from now, they won't be laughing at well, it's a classic monkey. Quack. So it'll be the peach flares. Absolutely <laughs> Drawing right. the cacks. So that was pretty good. Mr. Mars and wacky weddings. I've been to a brown wedding where everyone had to wear brown except for the, the bride. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that was great fun. That yeah. was really nice. Everyone dressed in brown. I've been to a few weddings where weird things have happened, such as the bridal waltz chosen by the bride and the groom to be the duck dance. That was oh, great. Everyone joined in. You know, not the, the, 
Yeah, no, that one. Sorry, that's the birdie dance where I'm from, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been to another wedding where, and I've talked about this before, where they release butterflies at the wedding. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But this was in a small country church. Yeah. Very hot day. It was about 38 degrees. Release cattle. Sorry? They released, they released the, cattle. the cattle. And then branded them for fun. Yeah, the cattle really, you know, it's really hard for them to pick up speed with all the cans tied to their legs with shaving cream all over them. But they released the butterflies in the church. Unfortunately, the ceiling fans were on. And so the rest of the ceremony was just a rain of dead butterflies. Fantastic. For about another 25 minutes. And how did that uh, marriage end up? I think it's still, still going, going strong. Yeah, no, no it seems to be no fine. Sign. It hasn't ended in a rain of dead butterflies yet. <laughs> No, not yet. What are you holding up? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Mr. Cavalier. Prizes. He's taking the holding signs up to our producer. Very professional. You want some music? Here it is. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Who likes the Ghost Whisperer? You like the Ghost Whisperer. Uh, Dead to Rights. That's an episode you haven't seen. You can have that DVD. The Ghost Whisperer giving up the ghost. There's another episode you haven't seen. Have a crack at that. Or the double episode of The Ghost Whisperer, The Cat's Claw and Dead to Rights. Oh, you've already got that. Oh, well, someone's going to get both of those. They went to air on the October the 4th. They were great. Watch them again. If, they, if you don't like the Ghost Whisperer, then you're out of luck. Yes, and all of these prizes come with the mark of quality. Please return to station of broadcast not available for purchase. It's our legal edition of Talkback Mountain. Call us up with your wacky wedding story. One triple three five three. Thank you, David Bowie. Lou Jean here again this where, yes... Wedding bells are in the air. Uh, hang on. Nice. Nice organ work, Rich. Yeah. Thank you. It's either a wedding or the Antichrist has just <laughs> been born in Transylvania. It's Either one way. of those two. It's a little medieval. <laughs> medieval. Who's had a wacky wedding today? Ed. Hi, Jim. How you going, boys? We're good, mate. What happened? Yeah, I was at the wedding and um, those ones where just everyone was drunk, all the rallies and that, mm. and the parents were divorced yeah. and our father got up to the speech and the mother was just a real drunk, and she's just going off her head blind. And the groom, he's just walked over to her and punched her in the stomach oh. and just finished it. That's His own mum. And how did that go down with the crowd? Well, <laughs> it was pretty quiet for a couple of minutes, I tell you. <laughs> Is it on tape? Oh, I don't know. This was years ago. They were real Bogan lot family. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, thank you, Jim. We had a few oh, of those. Yeah. I think... Well, yeah, you're going to give someone a prize now no, for punching that woman in the stomach. <laughs> All right, Jim, what are you into? Ghost Whisperer, giving up the ghost, dead to rights, or the double app? <laughs> dear, oh dear. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Jim. Uh, no worries. <laughs> he, he couldn't be he hung up. That was a well-deserved reaction. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so hang on. The groom has punched the mother in the stomach at the wedding. Yeah. I'm sure that's happened in my family at least yeah. once. Really? Let's see if we can go any more romantic than that. <laughs> Hi, Michael. How are you? <laughs> Good guys, how are you? Excellent. What uh, what happened? Um, I went to a rather bizarre wedding where the uh, the uh, it was a Star Wars theme, and the uh, bride walked into the aisle to the uh, Imperial uh, March. Well, that's, <laughs> that doesn't bode well. And uh, tell me, Michael, did she make all the bridesmaids dresses Jabba the Hutt to make her look slimmer? No, I think she was Jabba the Hutt. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, hang on. Yeah. So please welcome the happy couple. <laughs> Did, hey, Michael, Yeah. did you have to dress up as someone from Star Wars as well? No. No? I refused to. Brilliant. Were there dancing Ewoks at the reception? <laughs> yeah, I think they were. Of course well, they nice. were. Why wouldn't they be? Okay, uh, Michael, you're still on the line. Bad luck. You have to get a DVD. Ghost Whisperer, <laughs> oh, dead to rights, giving up the ghost or the double ep. 
surprise me. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Surprise that is me. That's not the attitude. <laughs> I Jennifer don't love care. you. It's work. Let's move on to the next. From Michael, we go to Michael. Michael, how are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. How are you guys? Excellent. Talk us through the wedding. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it's more a low budget one, I think, than uh, mm-hmm. than a wacky one. The um, the groom had this really, really tacky looking purple um, uh, tux on, mm-hmm. and his two groomsmen they had they had t shirts on. Yeah, the ones with the tuxedo ties. Yeah, and oh, yeah, 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 of course, right. so yeah. And, then, and, we, and we thought, oh, I can't get much worse. We went to the reception. It was at a bit of a dodgy area, and it was underneath a house where there was just dirt on the floor. There wasn't even concrete, yeah, you know, yeah. underneath and. We thought, well, what we're going to eat here because nothing was happening, and suddenly a Kentucky Fried van turned up, and we we all got given a plastic plate, and it was uh, rice and chicken stew. That no. was it. Fantastic. Not even zinger burgers. No, <laughs> Zero no, not, dear. Even, not even not even fries. You know, <laughs> not <laughs> even fries. <laughs> No, so I, I didn't even get the opportunity to say, do you want prize with that? Couldn't even say, yeah. Oh, unbelievable, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Well, this will ease the pain. Uh, how about giving up the ghost? Ep 10 from uh, 27th of September. Yeah. Oh, like the other guy, just surprised me. Yeah, oh. well, and <laughs> if you are thinking of having KFC uh, cater your wedding, why not invite Ed Cavalier to come along as his character of Gus? <laughs> Gus and Dave, yeah. we could serve it up. <laughs> All right. Get some innuendo in there. I love it when the bride throws the wet nap over her shoulder into the crowd. <laughs> Such a romantic thing. <laughs> we have time for one more beautiful story, Ed. G'day, Monica. How are you? Hello. Uh, what happened at the wedding? My husband's um, aunt decided to have a nude wedding. Uh, so she requested that everyone, including guests, come with no clothes on. And, and how many people went with that idea? Well, it was, it was boycott, basically. So, so it I didn't think happen. she ended up with about... Three or four of her, her closest friends, so to speak, and everyone else decided not to come. See, because Monica, that changes the whole thing. If it's a nude wedding, everyone's nude. Let's get over it. But you just went to a party where three ladies showed up nude. <laughs> no, no. And was the priest himself nude as well? I don't know. We didn't go. Yeah. Well, well once again, part- dilemma for the ring bearer. <laughs> Once again, at least nobody's <laughs> going to be embarrassed by the photos because that's always fashionable. <laughs> you uh, can wear that anywhere. Well, Monica's gone, but she gets the double F. <laughs> what? People, like that. people <laughs> leaving before they're even offered a prize. <laughs> Quick, hang up. He's going to offer us one of those DVDs. Quickly. He didn't give us our number, did you? <laughs> okay. A nude wedding. Well, no, that's it. You know what? I'm stopping the prizes. <laughs> If that's the response they're going to get, Jennifer Love Hewitt puts minutes into the Ghost Whisperer each week on Channel 7, and people don't want to watch that. Nah, bad luck. What you can watch the singing bee and be happy with it. What about a nude wedding catered by KFC, which ends with the groom punching out the mother? Just <laughs> <laughs> get them all together. Showered in dead butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> that's our idea of romance here at Get This. But, hey, in the next hour, oh, you know who's here? A pro. A real pro from a real show. Mm-hmm. Matt Parkinson. Get this. A telly movie? Oh, definitely a telly movie there. Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Do what I want because I can if I don't because I want to. Good afternoon, you lot. Be ignored by the step and the board because I'm gonna. It's the second hour of Get This Around the Nation, courtesy the Nissan Navara with its huge pulling power and rugged good looks. Speaking of which, Matt Parkinson's here. Hello. You, you be my friend. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This sure. is great. This is fantastic. Hey. Tony Martin, thank God you're here. Ed Cavalier, thank God you're here. I say that to you, Richard Marsland, seriously, thank God you're here, because these guys, bloody hopeless. What? (laughs) 
Seriously. I'm the glue. <laughs> Were you listening? Uh, I don't know if this went out in all states, but it sounds to me like the Triple M News have a new theme. Yeah, that's right. Are we allowed to play it again? Mm. Well, yeah. I actually can't find it. So. Yeah. yeah, we were enjoying it on breakfast this morning. It is great. It says everything about today's world that the old news theme failed to say. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> sums it all up. See, if we played it now, newsreaders will be dashing back into that's the booth right. thinking right. they've missed their cue. Here's what I brought in from home. When I started on Triple M, Parker, back in 1987, yes. this was the news theme. Oh, yes. Oh, hang on. News readers from the 80s are running back into the booth. Alan Bond has been caught. <laughs> Got the latest it on was, It was very something on the facts <laughs> kind of sound to it, wasn't it? Something's coming on the facts. The latest on the Achille Lauro hijacking. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, do you want to sit around and talk uh, rubbish with some oh, idiots? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good at that. Uh, love to do it in the morning. Give it a go in the afternoon as well. like your show, but a bit shorter. Yep. You'll be out of here sooner. Uh, all coming up in this hour. Get this along with... Oh, what have we got? I've got a food surprise for Ed Cavalier, something oh. I promised to bring in for him, a, a, a local Melbourne delicacy, which okay. is second to none anywhere in the world. Oh, we'll be enjoying right. chicken dim sims at some point during this show. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, all right. <laughs> we were up north last week. We've gone down south this week. Plus, we're off to prison in this hour of Get This. <laughs> Thank you very much, Richard Marsden on the buttons. Uh, that's right. In case you've forgotten, that's what he does. Here we get this around the nation. The Foo Fighters, uh, the Pretender, like I say, it's the second hour of Get This, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalier. With Richard oh. Marsland mm. on the yeah. buttons. We know. <laughs> Sorry. Stop <laughs> underlining it. Can't help it. We've got guests, including Matt Parkinson. Hey. hey. And nobody else, just Parko. That, that Foo Fighters song really makes me want the Pretenders to bring out a song <laughs> called The Foo Fighter, <laughs> just to balance the scales. <laughs> Finally, you know we play it here on Triple M. <laughs> That's right. And what about the, uh, is it the Ben Folds 5? Have we got any Ben Folds coming up? Not today. Don't you? I often think when we play... The <laughs> Normally it's a daily event, <laughs> says Richard, checking the log, <laughs> not playing brick. Set your watches. <laughs> Ten past three. I always, when I see the Ben Folds 5, or when I see Ben Folds on his own, I'd like to think that the other two members are still touring as the Ben Folds 4. Mm. So, sorry, I can't get that out of my head. <laughs> Having a lot of trouble explaining the whole thing in interviews. Oh, yeah. Oh, Matt, you're in a good mood. Yeah. Is it because you've uh, got a holiday on the horizon? I know the cage in Melbourne is winding up at the end of this uh, year. Oh, yes, yes. Mm, yeah, look, we've, we've had a good knock. We've had a terrific innings, six as I like years. to say. Six years we've been on air. Uh, I missed uh, the third year, so I've only had five years, so I'm regarded as the baby of the family. Mm. Oh, right. Uh, but it's a, it's a show that's had a real roller coaster ride. Started off as a drive show, became a breakfast yeah. show, was just a Melbourne show, became a Melbourne and Sydney show, networked yes. with both cities and then back to Melbourne and all. <laughs> Oh, gee, we've had a lot of fun. And how do you wind something like that up? Like, is there any plans at this stage for the final episode? Look, at this stage, I'm thinking of not going anywhere because I've enjoyed the gig so much. I may just sort of stage a kind of Northern Ireland prison-style sitting. Brilliant. As combined with hunger, well, perhaps not a hunger strike. No. I like Matt Tucker too yeah. much for that, Ed. But I may just stay in here and say to them, look, you'll have to remove me by force. I'll make a little tent in the corner, roll out a sleeping bag. I'll be like one of those people who camps out for tickets. I may not go anywhere. The others are pretty keen to go. They'll probably just be like like papers wafting in the air <laughs> and the door slamming right. when, the sh- when the final show ends on 9am. <laughs> well, those guys were good. Wally. I have to say, we often do uh, our 
show from the same studio that you broadcast uh, from and I sit down every day, you know, switch on the computer and I go, what's James Brayshaw been buying now? Yeah. It relocates a lot. <laughs> the network has moved James around a fair bit and uh, not only that, but he and his wife keep breeding. So when he does find a house, yeah. next thing you know, Mrs. B is in foal again and they need to move up to larger premises. <laughs> now, endings, endings. What are some of the great show endings? What about the It Was All a Dream ending? You could do one of those. <laughs> right on a like that series of, of Dallas. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. It was, it was all a dream. Yeah. 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 That would fit with the show because I, I've started every working day since I've been on this show waking from a dream and staggering into the show. Have yeah. you ever done that thing doing breakfast where you sleep in? You know, I never, I could never do that. I was terrified. I, I've done it once, and I came so close. And it was like that. It was like that dream you have when you're that you're late for school and you show up sort of without any pants. Or is that just me? <laughs> no, no. You've had that dream yeah, too, yeah. Man, I know. I often show up in culottes. <laughs> <laughs> You've actually, for real, shown up to do this show with no pants on, so I don't know why I'm talking to you. Station promotion. It tests well. Yeah. Uh, show endings, Ed. How do you think the cage should work? It's got to go Young Ones style, in yeah, a bus, in off a, a bus. cliff. Oh, right. Nice. <laughs> OB. Yeah. In a, bring back one of the Black Thunders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For a one-off. <laughs> Pile in. Spot a carnage. Hey. Other endings, Mr. Marsden? Could James Brayshaw fly off in a helicopter like MASH and you oh. guys have... Oh. Oh, that'd be... And while we're in the middle of an yeah. operation, we get the telegram that he's died yeah, in the like plane that. crash on the way to Tokyo, McLean-Stevenson. You'd be in a dress, clinger style. Right. Yeah, I like that idea. And we could have the sad voiceover announcement at the end. Attention, all personnel. The cage will not be returning. Oh. Oh. That's a great idea. Goodbye, farewell, amen. Well, it's just like, a, I guess, a challenge trying to work out what to write in rocks so you can read it from the sky. Oh, That's right. like the final scene. What would Especially that on radio, that'd be yeah. hard. Really. What about something yeah. like, uh, you could have gotten out earlier? That's um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Rocks. So we'll probably be getting that from our program director anyway. <laughs> do you have um, what's called the air check? You know, where you sit down with the program director and do a post-mortem of your show. We have. Every now and again, we get a new, they wheel in a new program director around yeah. here. You know, the old one gets wheeled out. You bring in screaming. <laughs> oh, you can't take it anymore. <laughs> sure. And they wheel in a new one. And this, yeah. the one we've got at the moment, is particularly young. Like, oh, he's, yeah. he did great things in Perth and they wheeled him in here and we just took one look and went, yeah, fresh meat. <laughs> it was like it was like they'd wheeled this young inmate in. Into, a, into a, a, an asylum for the criminally insane. We just looked at him and went, yes, we're going to have you. So we do occasionally have the air check, but you've got me, I'm a rat bag, I like to take the mick. You've got Peter Burner, rat yeah. bag, really good at taking the mick. Sure. You've got Bridget Duclos, really good at taking the mick. Brayshaw does nothing but take the mick. And even our anchor, Fitzy, he he is taking the mick he's the whole time. Sure he is, he so, certainly is. So you've got bugger all chance of taking it seriously in a meeting with us. Yeah. So occasionally they've sat us down to go, hey, let's listen back to the show. Yeah. And we just, we're pretty much gone. As I described before, papers wafting in the air, door slam, we're out. <laughs> Bam. There's a, you know, if you can't think of anything to say in an air check program directors, I find this is just advice for the those uh, members of the audience thinking of becoming a program director, get out earlier. Yeah, that's, could have got that's out pretty earlier. much the only advice. Oh, really? Should have got out earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It In works fact, every time. We've enjoyed getting that advice so much. On our last show, we might just start talking at 6am and go till 9 non-stop. <laughs> no music, news, traffic, ads, That's nothing. what you should do for the last one. Hang on, I'm getting oh, it's a text. just sticking on the same subject for the whole three hours. <laughs> I'm getting a text right now live on here. You should have got out two and a half minutes ago. Okay. I was going to say something to you. <laughs> music here at Get This. That's Big Audio Dynamite Rush here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M with the uh, Peter Sellers insert. Yeah.
from, I've got the album that that's mm, from, yes. Songs for Swingin' Sellers. Delightful, delightful. It's a, a, the cover is just a tree with a corpse dangling from it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it's a comedy CD, yeah? <laughs> it's a comedy album from the early 60s with uh, a, a dead body on the front. Fantastic. Uh, Matt Parkinson is here, in case you're wondering, from the Melbourne Cage. Earlier in the program, I was possibly being a little harsh on the singing bee. Were you? Which I know people uh, mm. seem to have enjoyed. The ratings are very good. Just great. I didn't get enough into it, maybe. Um, mm. Just looked like an amateur shambles yeah, from what yeah, I the, saw. The amazing thing about the singing bee was when they were in pre-production and yeah. they were looking for a host, every single person they auditioned said, why don't you get Joey Fatone? That's true. From okay. NSYNC, because he'd be much better than me. People <laughs> would be halfway through their audition, they'd just stop and they'd yeah. go, I'm wasting your time. I'm wasting your time because Fatone, this is just, this screams Fatone to me. <laughs> In fact, I sent them an email saying, please don't audition me, but do get Joe Fatone. <laughs> yeah. Do run your eye over the Fatone man and see what he's got to offer. <laughs> now, the quality of the singing, is it uh, that sort of karaoke feel that they're going for, Parker? Uh, yeah, it's kind of fill in the gaps. The idea is that the karaoke numbers, the karaoke words come up. Yeah. There are gaps on the screen and you've yep. got to know where to go. And it's kind of hard with a song like Lean On Me. You think you know it and then they start playing it and the woman was just going, support me, help me along, be my reinforcement thing. And it just goes, bzz, bzz, bzz. but the guy who really won the crowd knew all the things. Like when he had to do It's My Party and I'll Cry If I Want To, he yes. actually went, it's my party, in a little high fits. voice and he knew all the words and he aced it and the crowd loved him. Everybody else was, that's the thing about the show. If someone's good... It's really good to watch, and yeah. if they're not good, uh, maybe not so good. But it was the culmination <laughs> of a great Sunday in front of the TV for me. Started with uh, my delightful partner, Supergirl, watching The View. Oh, Do you know yeah. The View? Yes. Boys, five... Yeah, yeah. five it's no catch-up. Five yeah, influential exactly. American chicks just going... <laughs> at the same time, followed by a bit of Bathurst for me, several hours oh, of that. Oh, yeah. I was waiting for the kangaroo to come back <laughs> yeah, on the track. Yeah, I love the kangaroo. <laughs> How Aussie is that, Richard, <laughs> yeah, when the kangaroo right. gets on the track at Bathurst? because he's <laughs> drunk. <laughs> well, just because he's Aussie, there are youths going fast. He says, I should be in front of them. Him. That's where I belong. It's my position. And then we finished off with, uh, I watched a little bit of Dirty Jobs, which is the new one on Channel yeah, 9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on Tony Robinson, Robinson. the English series, yeah, yeah. worst jobs in history, I think. Yeah, yeah. But these are sort of modern jobs. And Ben Dark is one of the hosts. Now, Ben went to the tip. He spoke to this bloke, Sashko, who's a tip rat. And uh, Ben asked him this question. Do you care if people call you a tip rat? At first, when I first started, it doesn't bother me anymore. Stainless steel. I get paid well. And you don't know what's going to be here from day to day. It's like a little treasure trove, mate. Yes, well, there you go. That was lovely, Ben hosting. Now yeah, I'd yeah. like Ben Dark to ask me the same question. Do you care if people call you a tip rat? No, I just care about the fact that you sound like Dave Hughes with a lung full of helium, mate. That's what I care about. No, it's the Christ out of me. Do you want to keep it down, Ben? Bloody hell. Pull me out, back. You wouldn't want to get out there again, would you, mate? Do us all a favour, thanks. <laughs> Uh, Sunday night viewing for me also, I have to say, included a bit of 60 Minutes. I'm a police oh, yeah, fan. Yeah, They're coming yeah. out on tour. Oh, yeah. You've got your Stuart Copeland. Yes. You've got your uh, Sting. And yeah. you've got your Andy Summers, who, of course, is the main man of the band. Oh, yeah. Being yeah. their creator of their unique guitar sound. <laughs> Absolutely. Ed. That's what I'm talking about. Tara Brown and he, I, I think you'd call it a flirt piece. I would. I think the sexual chemistry was just jumping out of oh, the TV. Man. It wasn't my place anyway. To go on stage every night to this many people, it's great. How much better does it get, frankly? No, and I'm I, being interviewed I, by a beautiful woman, so that oh, doesn't well. hurt. Thanks. So when when is she coming in? <laughs> oh, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Awkwardness is the new sexy. <laughs> That's what they're saying in the 60 Minutes production <laughs> office. Was, was that just a little bit like, I'll try and... Can just, I get a shower, Parker? <laughs> yeah, like, comfortable. <laughs> I feel weird about having watched that. It's like, oh. right, so you two... 
got each other's numbers, but definitely not going to be seeing each other, <laughs> no, are you? Because no, it really wasn't there. Uh, Andy is struggling to make himself as sexy and as central to the to, to the police as uh, his turtle-loving tantric mate Sting, mm. but hasn't quite got it together. Uh, he did his best to put a positive spin on the way the band is feeling about each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when I think back about the police, it's like the first two years were the greatest years because we it was the, th- the three of us against the world and really taking it on. Yeah, and then after that, it was the three of you against each other and the whole thing just went to crap. <laughs> Come on, Andy, be honest. <laughs> that's true. Now, okay, that's a great summary of, uh, you know, your Sunday night mm. viewing, Parko. Thanks yep. very much. But I don't think we've heard any of that wonderful singing from the singing bee. Did you oh, bring I'm sorry. In, you didn't bring in a clip? No, I didn't. Uh, oh. I overlooked that one because I thought that you would have the, the Joey Fatone highlight yeah. DVD. Ha- have we got the, uh, the winner of the singing bee there? Yep. Here's the gym. This is Egg Cavalier. That's a Triple M work trip, Paco. Mate, you can't be getting American Pie wrong. (laughs) That's like a bagpiper who can't play Amazing Grace. (laughs) That's like a juggler who can't do the joke about the natural enemy of the cat, the bowling ball. (laughs) Can we stop this now? What what were you fueled on, Ed? Was it the Jagermeister love? love? I was fueled on love, Paco. (laughs) Love for my fellow man. He was over the limit for love. And we've got more love next on Get This. A snow patrol. Open your eyes here at Get This. They're calling it Bog Henge. They've never done that. Why do you keep playing that, Rich? My apologies. On Triple M, Matt Parkinson is here from the Melbourne Cage. It's great to be here at Bog Henge. (laughs) (laughs) Mystical place. Uh, Paco, do you ever take feedback uh, from your listeners, uh, read things they don't want to hear you talking about on your show ever again? Uh, yeah, actually, we're, our listeners are pretty uh, pretty well-spoken, um, although not on air. Um, we tend to sort of screen that, but I have had some off-air conversations and a bit of face-to-face. I had a lovely oh. face-to-face conversation with a uh, somebody else who doesn't support Geelong. And we had the, when are the Cats fans going to shut up? It's just one flag. We had that conversation. I, when neither of us, we both decided we're not going to talk about it ever again. The next time someone brings it up with us, we'll just go, wasn't here, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's probably still a parade somewhere in oh, Geelong yeah. right now. People's minds. Cameron cup. Ling's still staggering around trying to remember what the name of the place is. Doing yeah. his best, Ginger Megs. Well, I've got it written down here. This is our topic today. What do you never want to hear about ever again? And obviously we've got quite a list on this show. People are sick of hearing about the film uh, Short Bus. They're sick of hearing... uh, Yeah, give it a round. They're sick of hearing about Ed's film Meat Pie. Absolutely. They've fed up with uh, the many, many straight-to-video releases of Stephen Seagal. Get the news coming. Many people are getting fed up with uh, the Rex Hunt talk as well. It's dizzy stuff. (laughs) It certainly is. But, um... I don't know. I mean, here's something I'm sick of hearing. But you got some more booze in the breach sure there. Thing, yeah. I'm sick of hearing about Sienna Miller. Yeah. Until she's been in a film that somebody's actually seen. Okay. I don't think she needs to be in the women's mags every week. I agree. Look at this from the New Weekly. Kate. This is Kate Moss. Blast Sienna. She's stolen my style. <laughs> Sienna Miller being photographed in a gutter with a syringe out of her arm. That's like saying, she's stolen my Mazda 121. It's like, just nobody wants to know. No. Sienna Miller, had enough. Anything you've seen enough of, Mr Cavalier? Yeah, look, I never want to hear about the marriage of Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. Lavender. Oh, hey, come on. Hang on. Don't say lavender. That's not been accused of being lavender, lavender. has it? 
dear. You're getting a touch lavender, Kelly. Listen to this. <laughs> Listen to this. The new idea this week. Inside Nick's love nest, mm, right. there's a picture of an old uh, of a house somewhere in Tennessee. Oh, it's, it's no nice. Beckingham Palace. It's, it's no Beckingham Palace. No, it's uh, very close to Lynchburg. You can smell the uh, ricks of charcoal burning. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, well, that's yeah. lovely. Jack What's, Daniel you, style. You're the expert on the house. I am. Nick and I are pretty close. Uh, <laughs> really? Ever since we were in Windrider oh, together yes, on screen. Of course. So that, was, that was, you know, after BMX Bandit, sure, but still very much a jumping off point for her magical career. Now, a lot of things that people say is that she's half dude. Now, can you confirm or, or deny that? No, no, that's okay. she's not. Let's she's not, she's say, all woman. Let's not hear that again, Rich. She's all woman. She's she's Actually, she's part woman, part half-functioning thetan, thanks okay. to uh, the Scientology <laughs> influence amazing. from her time with Tom. All right, but have a look at this. This is the house. And look at this picture here of a... Uh, you, don't, please don't call it a house. It is a love nest. Oh, sorry, love they nest. Bought it, they paid a lot of money for it on and that understanding. And it is made of twigs, yes. so you're absolutely right. That's true. Keith <laughs> gathered them all himself. <laughs> his beak. Uh, so then, anyway, have a look at this. A photograph of a lounge room and then sure. a piano. And the caption reads, some of Keith's biggest hits were made around this piano. Right. Name one, Parko. Name one of Keith's biggest hits. Um, I'm married to a half-chick, half-dude. <laughs> that'll be, that'll be nicely. That's quite a moving ballad. And it's driving me to the source. It's a ballad of sadness and regret. <laughs> Um, yes, move that bottle a little further away from me. Another one of his songs. Sadly, no one heard it. Do you like my perm? That's a good one. <laughs> yes. yes, and this beard stops me looking like a chick. That's that's one of my Keith faves. All right, right Parker, yeah, anything that. that you'd like to never hear about ever again? Um, I, I'm really... Did I mention Geelong's premiership? Damn, I did. I said that I would. <laughs> okay. I, uh, Do I it. don't want to hear what about What about Jono, again? though? Steve Johnson. Didn't he come good with the Norm Smith? And we were accused of crucifying him all year because of the sunscreen incident. But it's paid off. I think you'll see everybody sculling yeah. the Factor 15 next year. Mm. Everyone's going to have a crack at it. Be on the, the ban list. <laughs> Internal sunburn is the new enemy. I think. Yeah. Entire right. team with the sunscreen moustaches. That's what we want to see. Uh, here's what Richard doesn't want to hear about ever again. This segment, are we running that late? We might be running a little bit late, yeah. <laughs> All so right. We're in time trouble. You sit on your beefs. Okay. That'll be the whole a, of tomorrow's show. I'm an angry person. Call us up with something you'd like to never hear about ever again. Listeners, one triple three five three. Get this. I wonder what their parents are doing. Don't they know where they are? Brought to you by Nissan Navara. Huge pulling power. Triple M is the station. Get this is the program. Matt Parkinson is the co-host for this hour. Hello. And we're simply canvassing our listenership on what do you never, ever want to hear about ever, ever, ever again? Who's got an idea? Hello, Rudd. Yeah, how are you going? Excellent, sir. What do you never want to hear about again? Princess Di. Is that right? But surely those new photos of the back of her head have got you interested all over again. <laughs> oh, mate. You know, like... She died 10 years ago, but she's died every month since then yeah, as well. That's yeah, true. Magazines. And uh, what about the nutty conspiracy theories? How do you oh. think they're going to go in court? Hey, come on. You know, like, people die in road accidents every day. Mm-hmm. There's not always something behind it except some idiot behind the wheel that was drunk. Yeah. yeah well, go. like we say, if they're going to float the conspiracy theories, let them all in. Let the man with a colander on his head have a day in court. <laughs> let him have his say. <laughs> All right, I think we all Fair agree enough, with right. that one. Uh, let's move on to who? Bruce? Uh, no, Beck. How are you, Beck? Beck? Good, how are you? Excellent. What do you never want to hear about again? Britney Spears. Oh. Really, Beck? Does that, hang on, Beck, does that extend to pictures of her getting out of uh, of a car? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Any, oh, okay. Anything to do with her, I'm just, I never want to hear it ever again. Beck, I've never been into her. Were you ever into her early on? Um, 
maybe when yeah. I was about mm. 14. Got a yes. tattoo, do you, Beck? Uh, no. uh, I'm still... Well, Beck, I'm going to go the other way here because I'm still massively into it. And I don't think she's hit rock bottom yet. And I reckon she gets hotter every single day. <laughs> you, you, you liked her with a little bit of weight on. I still those do. awards where she danced, didn't oh, you? I yeah. still do. There's mm. new photos of her getting into a car. So it's not the getting out of a car. Oh. The new weekly today, oh. getting into the car. Full-blown ass just shots. just the poor girl alone. Well, you know, where am I going to get pictures then, Beck? if they leave her alone? So. <laughs> hey. There's right. two sides to every coin, you know. Let's a move to a new coin. Delicate issue. Hi, Bruce. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks, mate. Yourself? Excellent. What do you never want to hear about again? Mate, global warming. Oh, oh it's yeah. had its day, hasn't it? Move on, everybody. Have you have you got the message, Bruce, or are you a sceptic? Mate, I'm a bit of a sceptic. I reckon it's that bitch Mother Nature's fault. Yeah, that's Ooh, very yeah, true. Yeah, She's that uh, had it coming for a long He's time. a man with some issues. And, uh, <laughs> well, I, I agree with you, Bruce. Until there are polar bears literally, you know, wandering down the main street. Yeah, Trying to get an icy pole to cool down. Then That's, as if that is not going to happen till at least February. So <laughs> let's, let's it's you it and Bruce on the silver spaceship planning to go to another planet and start well, this. Not really, mate. I just want polar bears to start driving around in twenty cylinder gas guzzlers. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, well, in so. the Hummer, one Hummer for every uh, for polar bear. Fair enough. They got gear to carry. There's the silver lining. Thanks, uh, Bruce. Time for one more, Ed. Who's it going to be? Uh, g'day, Paul. How are you? Hi. How you doing? Excellent. What do you never want to hear about again? Yeah, well, um, I'm away on holiday and my wife calls me up and tells me on the phone that she uh, had a dream about uh, one of those guys on Get This. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I said, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. She says, yeah, you know, he's on Thank God You're Here. And I said, oh, you'd yeah, be Ed, right? You know, all, yeah. sure. all muscly and, you know, ripped and everything, you know. Yeah. And then she says, no, 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 it was that other guy, the one with the glasses. Oh, oh hang on. Oh. This hasn't happened before. And, oh, uh, can you send me a tape of those dreams, possibly? Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I don't think I... Uh, I think I need to get myself to the gym because I'm a little bit worried if my wife's having a dream about Tony. <laughs> now, yeah, tell me something. Paul, what the, gym is that? Did she go to any, uh, any, any details at all? Just anything you could say? Uh, what was the situation? Way, um, put it this way. She normally doesn't... Uh, she normally wakes up before anything kind of starts happening. Mm-hmm. And in this one, she didn't wake up. And really? uh, I think she might have... Wish she had, but anyway. <laughs> did, did she at any stage in the dream say to Tony, you could have got out earlier? Because <laughs> uh, he gets that a lot. And how do, do you look anything like me yourself, Paul? Uh, you know, I used to wear glasses and I'm kind of not the... Uh, well, I used to work in a video sh- store as Whoa. well. So oh, kind of, yeah. yeah. That's the fitness regime you need. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Horrifying. I'm just trying to imagine what she was saying through that dream. No, 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 it's not region one. It's region four. I checked. <laughs> no more special features. No more special features. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to hear about that again. Not in this time slot. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go to a song, and Matt Parkinson has pulled on the chef's hat. Yes, I have. What are you going to do during this song? A little, uh, little local delicacy. I'm going to uh, get the uh, dim sims and I'm going to sex them up in the microwave. Well, sure is what I do. Just while there's a bit of jet plane. Lovely. See you on the other side, listeners. Yeah, that'll be jets. Are you going to be my girl here and get this around the nation on Triple M? Matthew Parkinson from the Melbourne Cage is with us today and he's just coming into the studio. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, with a fancy silver platter. Wow, well, Ooh, I. He's put on a tuxedo during the uh, song Very as well. Wow, nervous waiter. This, this uh, silver silver I got free for the, uh, I think it was the VH1 Awards. Oh, lovely. I don't know why they sent us the invite under oh. silver. Look at And so I present wow. you the Chicken Dim Sims. Oh, look at that. Unique to Melbourne. And the chicken dim sim is a, is a pure delight. Uh, a la Paco. Elvis would have liked them.
Elvis. Because they're a life-threatening food. Jesus. Just one can take six months off your life, Ed. <laughs> Are you uh, ready to have a crack? Look, I'll it? have a bite. If anyone's got the defibrillator, we might need it. Let's uh, let's have a just, let's uh, have a quick. Going to pass Ed the whole Jeez, bowl. The, the, the plate shouting at me. You're uh, looking at uh, something more than a classical dim sim. Uh, it's sort of quite dark brown. Been effectively baked, uh, filled with a lovely chicken and chicken stuffing mix. The cavalry jaws closing down on it right now. Mm. Just wiping the corners of his mouth delicately with the toilet paper that we keep here in the in the studio. It's, you can use it going in and you can use it coming out. That's why we have the toilet paper here. He's stunned. It, it, it's uh, the consistency somewhere between chicken and gym mat, which I like. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It goes all day. <laughs> You're not uh, you're not in love with it, Ed. Well, I, I just I don't remember chicken no. tasting like um, car oil. Uh, <laughs> but look, delicious. No, no, Ed. I, mean, I thought you'd love it. I well, thought. Uh, are, I are, you, are you all sort of new school and you want heart healthy stuff? Yeah. I mean, how would you describe? Would you describe it as prison food, Ed Cavalier? Well, uh, if you maybe if you've done something wrong in prison. Um, <laughs> hey, right. look. Well, I'm having. The- no, oh, I didn't say, say I didn't, I didn't, say I didn't want it. No, Parker, Parker you. you're based in Melbourne, and I know they're getting a new prison in Melbourne. Did you hear about that? No. There's a fancy new prison, and they've been talking about it on the news, and frankly, it sounds depressing. Well, they could use this for the bricks to keep people in. Oh, come on. <laughs> no one's getting through these. Oh, that's very I'm unfair. saying that as I eat it, I mind you. To me, you know, I reckon they can make this prison sound a bit more uh, inviting to the inmates. The way to do it is with the assistance of of Ed Cavalier's prize music. Gangland killers, terrorists and mass murderers will soon be serving their sentences at the $7 million Melaleuca High Security Unit. It is the highest security prison we have in this state and it's really for the worst of the worst. Cells and common areas will be monitored around the clock. Infrared technology keeping an eye on prisoners at night. Sound and motion sensors will detect any inmates who aren't where they're supposed to be. A web of steel wire crisscrosses the exercise yard. The unit's design allows wardens total control over inmates. Steel screens block new arrivals from view. An inmate could serve an entire sentence not knowing who's in the cell next door. See? Don't you want to go to prison now, Parker? Yeah. Does Shannon Knoll play the bistro every Thursday? (laughs) That's all it needs. We can arrange that. Here at Triple M. Oh, do we have to sign off? Oh, look. I think Will and Limo are cute and ready. Look, Parco, thank you so much for the dim sims. I'm sorry. Uh, the mouth says yes, but the guts say, oh, no. Uh. <laughs> okay. We have only 30 seconds to go. Man Parkinson, anything you'd like to plug? Obviously, Melbourne listeners can catch the cage before it winds up. Um, be as good. <laughs> Listen, people don't often speak up for it. It's great. <laughs> and the cats. I know you love the cats. I'm not. Get... No, no more cats. Thank you. Had enough of the cats. Uh, don't forget, the podcast will be going up today. One, three, five. We have ten seconds to go. There's only room for a short key phrase. Richard, what's it going to be? Uh, this? With Richard Marsden oh. on the buttons. Of course. I think we've worked that out by now. Oh, we'll be back tomorrow with Robin Butler, former stakeholder in this spot right here on uh, Triple M. Don't forget, it's all brought to you by the Nissan Navara Huge Pulling Power China Hutch and Butter Churn. Now it's allowing you now. He is a plonker. Three, five. We have ten seconds to go. There's only room for a short key phrase. Richard, what's it going to be? Uh, this? With Richard Marsden oh. on the buttons. Of course. I think we've worked that out by now. Oh, we'll be back.
back tomorrow with Robin Butler, former stakeholder in this spot right here on uh, Triple M. Don't forget, it's all brought to you by the Nissan Navara Huge Pulling Power China Hutch and Butter Churn. Now it's allowing you now. He is a plonker.